My name is Leslie Payne. Welcome to day 10 of Below the Median Income. Some background information about how I came up with this. First is the Jim Rohn quote that you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Secondly, on March 12, 2018, Director Joshua V. Barr of the Des Moines Civil and Human Rights Commission said, We have 75% of students experiencing some form of poverty in Des Moines public schools. So what can we do to improve that outlook? Research has shown that if a person remains in an impoverished condition up through their adolescent years, they are more likely to remain in that position as they become older and become adults. That information made me think of a person being in a space that they could see but were not participating in. It evolved into an idea for an art installation of aerial images of Des Moines displayed on the floor. The images place the visitor outside the space they routinely travel. The audio components are interview recordings obtained from people involved with public or nonprofit organizations. The interviews tell the visitor about where that person routinely travels. The installation contrasts Des Moines ranking as a best-in-nation place to live, Iowa nice reputation of being overly friendly and go out of our way to help fellow citizens, and the visitor's personal story of where they travel in the city. You are listening to the audio component of my project. I didn't want the interviews to be an unheard story in a gallery setting. The best way I thought to prevent that was to make them available as a podcast. My guest for day 10 is Madison Deshay Duncan. She founded Community Legacy Matters Incorporated to research and develop creative and innovative educational resources that preserve, promote, and educate the public on the history of Iowa's culturally significant but historically underrepresented communities. One of those projects is a documentary titled The Center Street Story, an Urban Renewal Retrospective. Through the voices of former business owners and residents, the documentary tells the rise and fall of the historic Center Street community, an African-American business district that existed for more than five decades prior to being destroyed as a result of the 1950s Oak Ridge Urban Renewal Project. Thank you for joining me, Madison. What neighborhood of Des Moines do you live in? I live in the King Irving neighborhood. Who do you live with? I live with my husband, Richard Duncan. Finish the sentence. When I step outside the place I live, I see... I see cultural diversity. When I step outside the place I live, I hear... Music. I hear sounds of laughter. I hear kids playing in the park. I hear the same things that other people hear in their neighborhood. How did your parents influence your life to where you're at now? My parents were community activists and organizers. My dad was in CORE. My mother was in the NAACP. I grew up on the east side of Des Moines, over across from Martin Luther King Jr. Park. My mother was president of the Neighborhood Association, so they're very much involved in the community organizing. Which Des Moines public schools did you attend? I went to Longfellow Elementary. Brody Junior High and Tech High School. 
What made you want to stay in Des Moines? My family is from Quad Cities, but I've been here since I was eight years old, so I mean, it's home. Do you go to church or follow a religious practice? I follow a religious practice. I'm Baptist. How does that play a role in your everyday life or decisions? Religion guides my life. Do you vote in elections? I do. Why do you vote? I vote because I'm concerned about who's running the country. I'm probably more concerned or I pay attention to the local elections because I have a master's in community regional planning and understand that change happens at the community level. What changes would you want for Des Moines on a community level? I would want to see equity in community investment by the city of Des Moines. So in other words, I'd want to see the King Irving neighborhood receive the same type of investment as other parts of the city. Describe a typical weekday for yourself. So a typical day would be to teach a class at Iowa State University, come home and then write my dissertation and pretty much enjoy the evening with my husband. (laughs) And what do you like to do in your free time? Free time, what's that? (laughs) (laughs) I like to watch movies. I like to bake cupcakes and stuff like that. What trait do you admire most in the people closest to you? The people that I'm surrounded with care about humanity. How did you find out about Center Street? My husband, (laughs) Richard Duncan, who narrates the documentary, told me about Center Street when I was inquiring. Well, I wasn't inquiring about a Black community or Black culture in Des Moines. I was saying that there wasn't any at that particular time because I didn't see it. And I was comparing it to like Washington, D.C. and places of that nature. He politely informed me that there was a Black community at one time and told me kind of what transpired. When did you decide to make a documentary about Center Street? I started researching Center Street back in 96. Documentary, probably the ideal for that, was kind of always at the forefront of that, but the active pursuit of it would have been 2010, 2011. How did you come up with the organization's name? Once I asked the question about Center Street, because I didn't know. I didn't grow up in that type of a community. Although I did grow up in a predominantly Black community, it wasn't like Center Street. I didn't grow up with the doctor and the judges. Because it wasn't just about clubs and restaurants, but you had everyone lived in the neighborhood. For me, it was about really remembering that. Children grow up to be who they see. And since our Black neighborhoods was displaced, they don't have that. So how do you get that back? Community Legacy Matters. That's what we do. We bring that history back so that children can begin to see these people. Some of the students that I talk to don't realize their parents' involvement or their grandparents' involvement because they don't ask those questions. And so we have asked those questions and then put that information out there. Who do you want to share the Center Street documentary with? What I typically do is I will adapt it to whatever group I'm talking to so that they can know the people in the neighborhood. We like to say anyone from eight to however old can use the information. 
when you're talking about younger children, it's a matter of instilling that sense of place or giving them a sense of place, especially children of color that don't often see themselves in the textbooks and they don't often have the context of their community. To hear children come up to me afterwards and say, yeah, I live in that neighborhood and they can feel good about that. I also created an exhibit. It's the Center Street Revisited exhibit where Mr. DePatton, the same gentleman who donated for the historical building exhibit, also gave me some of the artifacts that came from his businesses. Richard gave me some artifacts from their home. I've recreated some of Center Street and I take those pieces in and we talk about a sense of place. Talk about the college students. It's a matter of teaching them, like I said, about a sense of place and getting them to understand the history of not of all neighborhoods, but particularly Black neighborhoods. You have teachers going into these schools that go on with a particular perspective. Our concern is that children are not taught based on stereotypes or based on um, preconceived notions about a particular area, about the King Irving neighborhood or the River Bend neighborhood. Teachers come out with a particular viewpoint of these children, and it can be a barrier. Part of using the documentaries get rid of that barrier and have those conversations, and they begin to see these students in a different light. What does success look like for you? Success to me will look like once I've completed my dissertation in the documentary, success, I believe, will be its use, the way that it's used and making sure that it has impact.